0: Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent, and the wait is finally over. After several months on hiatus, the NBA is officially back tonight. Now, while I can't say I'm necessarily excited, I would say that I'm intrigued at what can possibly occur in this uh, restart for the simple fact that usually we know who's going to win the championship, usually two or three teams that really have a legitimate shot. However, with this bubble infrastructure that's in place now, I feel like there's just some room for shock value to take place. Um, And plus, there's so so many interesting storylines to look at. I mean, you have LeBron James, year 17, on a quest for his fourth championship and still building on his legacy and and who can possibly um, eclipse Michael Jordan as the GOAT, many believe. Then we have, of course, the Battle of L.A. between the Lakers and the Clippers. Shift over to the Eastern Conference and Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. If the Bucks were to win the championship this year, does that mean that Giannis will actually stay long-term in Milwaukee? As opposed to if they didn't even reach the finals, does that mean that he would, in fact, depart for a big market when he's up um, as a free agent in the summer of 2021? Um, and a lot of interesting things to look at. And for this episode, I did reach out to the big homie V. Um, I thought it was only right to get him back on the podcast only because uh, we work well together. He actually um, helped me out with the uh, last rather, last dance documentary um, that aired on ESPN as we recapped each of the episodes that aired. Um, that went well and we we were able to build something special from there. So I thought it was only right to get him back on this pod, and he was with it. Um, We talked essentially about uh, whether or not the NBA um, should have resumed or whether the players should have wanted the season to resume while in the midst of a battle for social injustice that's going on right now in this climate. Also, too, whether or not the NBA could successfully complete this season, even with the bubble structure that's been implemented um, as we see COVID-19 breakout in the MLB with the Florida Marlins and then obviously in the NFL, with several players elected to opt out of the upcoming season. Um, we also did talk about Zion, and the Pelicans, and the Lakers and Clippers. Who has the upper hand? Uh, now, I do apologize in advance um, several times throughout this pod. Um, we did lose connection, um, but we, it did pick up relatively quickly. Um, so again, do apologize, but that's just what comes with uh, technology sometimes. Um, Overall, it was a pretty good podcast, and we can actually get into it right now. Here it is, the Mr. Vincent Podcast, episode 49. Tap in. NBA starts back up uh, tomorrow, so by the time people will hear this podcast, it will be um, the 30th when the league officially starts back up. Are you excited about this? Or no? Um,
1: I can't say I am. I can't say I am because I feel like even though these are extreme times, it is cool that I feel like the NBA is working hard to make this happen. Um, It's just not – I feel like once things really get, like, down to it, there's, there's going to be, like, major players that, that are going to change the outcomes. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm being I'm being hopeful, but I feel like I'm just going to be disappointed when they shut this down again.
0: Mm, okay. See, I, I was in the same boat as you. Well, let me get let me first set it. I'm not excited. I'm a little intrigued. Not not excited necessarily. But um, I was in the same boat. Like I was thinking, like with the Disney staff being able to come in and out, that kind of like defeats the purpose of the bubble, the bubble environment. But I mean, there has been some positive trends going on, especially today. They announced that like after the last round of of tests for COVID-19, zero came back positive. So that keeps me a little optimistic that this can actually work. Um, Were were you in the camp that the players shouldn't come back or the league shouldn't resume for the purpose of players focusing on these social um, justice issues?
1: Um, At first, I didn't really know how I felt about it. Um, I definitely put a lot of thought into it. But... um, I finally felt better about it when I saw Marcus Smart's comment. Oh. I was like, just just to give you all a heads up, no matter what y'all ask me, my answer is going to be justice for Breonna Taylor. Okay,
0: okay. If every,
1: play, if every player takes a name and just keeps repeating it over and over, like, I'm not even answering questions about the game. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even answering questions about the game. Everything you ask me, my answer is going to be justice for Breonna Taylor. So, um, oh. we'll see. <laughs>
0: Okay, so so what okay, so what about if they answer the question to the game, but they at the end of it they close out by saying we want just Brianna Taylor. I mean, that, that should be
1: okay, right? No, nah, no, nah, because end of the day, we all watch Sports Center, right? Yep. We watch the get up, we watch uh, first take. Um, they're just gonna cut all that stuff out and get to whatever comments they wanna talk about. Like like you like unless you're watching it live. You'll, you'll never see any footage of anything else. Like, that's what I feel like would be, a, like, a, a real dope statement. Like, dudes don't even say nothing else but the name of somebody who still needs justice. Mm. That would be dope.
0: No, I mean, I'm mean, mean, I i going to cut the leaf of what they're doing, like, allowing players to express themselves during this time. I mean, Adam Silver is, I think, the best GM in all professional sports in America. Um, so he's giving these players the, the platform to still, like, use their voice. I mean, I, I think it's crazy that a lot of people were saying, like, to just, oh, forget about the season. The players should boycott. I, I, I get what they're coming from, but I think it's stupid in the sense that like, if they don't play this season, they could lose a lot of bread. I'm not the owners, but the players themselves, because the owners get the power back to essentially tear up the CBA, start over again, and the players won't get the money that they think that they're worth or that they actually deserve. And I'm, I think my man was saying how LeBron should have set the tone. I'm like, listen, do you really want the face of the player empowerment era to be like the, probably the, the main reason why the owners get the power back. That, that, that's crazy to me. I mean, and, and he's still doing his thing with the, with the voter rights initiative that he has going on. Um, he's still being active. He said that he's not, I, I think I seen in an article too yesterday that you know how he usually shuts down during the playoff time, social media. He's actually going to keep that active to be engaged with his family and keep this um, message going on to make sure everybody goes out and vote in November. So I'm like, I, I don't get why people want them not to not play. I mean, it's not like you can solve this issue in three months. Like, this this is going to take, like, a long time to, you know, get this um, social justice thing really going. So if the players I mean, sacrifice a few months, they should be fine.
1: I mean, I get it because there was a lot of emotional reactions. Yeah. So I definitely understand why people be like, nah, boycott, because you want to hurt their pockets. But it's like – that I don't know, man. Like I was gonna say it was like the NFL owners like that are just all the blatant racist, but it's like, nah, all the team owners are. NBA included, they're just not as vocal. Like the NBA owners are way more behind the scenes than NFL owners.
0: Yeah, you're you're right. NFL NFL owners are a lot loud more a lot louder than NFL, the NBA owners. I wonder why that is.
1: Um, it's funny, I never actually thought about that till right now when I said it. So I don't know. I'm gonna give that some thought too, but yeah, you don't really hear too much like with NBA owners, you can hear the names a million times. Like, who's that guy? He's a majority owner for whatever team. Like the Nets, the Nets stay on that team. You know. Like, it's it's um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but I I definitely understand why people didn't want to play for the season. Um, and I understand why certain players might even be like, "Yo, this is too much." Like. We still ain't got no answers, man. Like, we're still in a pandemic, quote unquote. Um, we ain't getting nothing from no health officials saying anything like different. They're just telling us to come back outside and do stuff. Like we'll test. Test just means you'll find out that I got something that could kill me. Like what I don't so that that that's the part that I'm having trouble with. So like with like not even to go off on a tangent, but like all the Patriots players that are tapping out. Oh yeah. I'm not mad, yo. Like Oh, not at all. So everyone has their reasons. If it's, if it's for a social justice thing, my advice would be to use the platform you have to help elevate your voice. But if it's for a COVID thing, nah, fall back and still try to use whatever platforms you can for social justice, man. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. I don't think they're going to finish the season. You see baseball. Baseball is going to be a mess. Baseball don't got no bubble. Like how do they plan on doing? Like how does that even make sense?
0: Yeah, wait a minute. You said you said who's not going to finish the season? The NFL or the NBA? Anybody? Well, I mean, I, I cool. think I think the NBA is in a good position to do it. If, if the trend keeps happening with these zero um, test, uh, COVID tests coming back, zero positive tests, they they can do it. I mean, they have the bubble infrastructure. Now it's crazy to me how like baseball and. The MLB and the NFL are, are going about it like it's business as usual. Like, dog, there's a pandemic out here. They're not even attempting to come up with alternative solutions rather than just playing how they would normally play. In an open setting where people are able to go travel back and forth, visit their families, go to the grocery stores, and, and go in and out. of. So about, what are they thinking about? I don't get it. So how about, how about
1: game four in the, in the, in the semifinals? LeBron and AD both test positive for COVID, and they got to go quarantine for two weeks. Tell me, tell me something.
0: Okay, that, that was one of my concerns. I, I brought it up on this podcast like a few times before. My, my example was like Clippers-Lakers, game five, right? I didn't have to go LeBron or Ka- Kawhi. How about PPG or AD test co- COVID positive? Then that's going to that's shift the whole balance of the series, and it's going to be unfair. That was, that was my trepidation I had on this, on this um, issue. But, I mean, so, so far... Cool. I mean, there's been zero tests, like, I think the second round of zero COVID tests. So, it, it could happen, but the fact that the bubble isn't secluded, isn't secluded for the um, Disney staff, that would push me, like, I right, there's still a chance that this that a breakout could potentially happen. So, but hopefully it doesn't happen.
1: Lou, Lou, Lou Wills went to Magic City and brought the corona right to the bubble.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to ask him about that later, but you brought it up. What do you think about that situation? Well, do you think that... He deserves this, this as much scrutiny as he's gotten over that. Over that,
1: I absolutely do. Okay, and the reason I do is because he's too—he's too much of a vet to be that reckless. Okay. like it's not about him going and doing it. Like, bro, I'm pretty sure there's mad people that went into this sneaky stuff that they—they they just didn't get caught. You post—you posted—you post for a picture. Hmm. You post for a picture. Mm. You post for a picture? and and the idiot that had the picture he posted it like yo Lou Wills is here like all the scrutiny he's getting man like that was that that was terrible you gotta be
0: okay yeah okay so my my thinking was that I don't know if he deserves all the scrutiny he's getting but from your angle I I think I agree with you now he should be scrutinized for just how like stupid of a move that was so I, I would go that far to say that he should be scrutinized for that but I mean, I don't know if he really went there just for the wings. I never been. I never been to Magic City. People who tell me oh, the wings are really that official over there. But obviously, nah, but I was, listen, <laughs> I've
1: never, I've never been to Magic City. <laughs> I definitely keep hearing about the wings over there. But as far as him, I think he has like something on the menu named after him. Like that's a spot that he goes to. Like that's Lou Will's spot. Like we get it. But I guarantee you, you didn't just go in there <laughs> to get. Wherever you seen dude, you took the picture with wasn't near the chicken.
0: <laughs> Facts, definitely near the stage. Looked like he was near the stage.
1: What wasn't wasn't there no chicken though. Know? So uh, yeah, he's too reckless. And you have dudes like Zion, who's like the baby poster boy of the NBA, who left for the same reason and just came right back and got to business. Like, and Zion might have went and did some wild stuff too, but who knows? Yeah, well, he's not. He's not posing for
0: pictures. Yeah, because, like, when Zion came back, they, they, he was told to quarantine for four days, whereas Lou Willis quarantined it for 10 days. I feel like they're using that as, like, um, proper protocol plus punishment for what he did. Setting an example. to have. Because I think I missed, like, the first, what, two games? Or the, or the restart?
1: No, nah, but that's what it was in the beginning. It was, like, if you have an excused absence and they control the environment, then you do the four days. But if you go off script, then you got to do the 10 or 14 or whatever that number was. So they knew knew what time it was. He's an idiot for – like, he might have been lit. Like, keep it funky. Yeah. He might have been super lit. For him to pose for a picture at Magic City when he's supposed to be freaking quarantined and so social distancing, he was lit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you're right, too, but the fact that – well, Lou has got to be, like, at least 34, 35. So he's been in the game, what, since 06? I think he came in the 06 draft. Oh six, dude! No, six, six, years in the league. Yeah, that's crazy. He's been in the that long. Yeah, I mean, a, a veteran should know how to move. in the I, I mean, I get it. We're in, we're in like um, unusual times. I mean, the tensions are out there, but you got to be smarter than that and, and
1: move smarter than that. But you know what? It might be thirteen. It might be thirteen. But
0: yeah, way too reckless. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. And and then seeing him and Kendrick Perkins going going back and forth at it <laughs> on social media at the um Kendrick called him out on a uh, uh first take. Do, do, what's your thought of Kendrick Perkins as a um as a uh, analyst or commentator? I was literally I was literally about to destroy him. I can't stand
1: watching Kendrick Perkins on TV. Yo, honestly, like, he's really Kendrick wow. Perkins. He was the worst basketball player, <laughs> and I watched him. I watched him this morning literally shit on Jalen Rose but not getting a chip and then go into the reason why the Celtics lost the second time is because he wasn't there and where he went he went and got another like he went and got another ring like bro don't
0: do that wait a minute Jalen took it personal wait 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 break it down to me again I gotta
1: catch that again what'd he say no, 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 he he didn't he didn't get another ring. He was my fault. He was saying that when he left, there was no more ring. Oh, okay. I mean, he left Boston. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The nerve of Kendrick Perkins, like
1: honestly. he took he took credit for the for the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen doesn't know what he's talking about because Jalen never won a ring. Jalen ran off the names of the people he lost to in the chip. So he's like, listen, I'm gonna keep it funky with chip. <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean, J- Jalen had Jalen had to go, had to be, had to have a roadblock of Jordan and Pippen and Kobe and Shaq, like yeah. that. That's crazy. Those are like two top five duels to ever play the game of basketball. <laughs> and so I, to- will
1: say, I will say, because Jalen don't have a ring, at times he definitely has to humble himself, mm-hmm. but not with Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> not with Kendrick Perkins.
0: Yo, like, yeah. like that, a person in Kendrick person's position that's like a really um, subjective field where somebody can think that you're really great at what you do. Somebody can really think you're really trash. I have never heard anybody so far say that they really like how Kendrick Perkins in that position as a commentator. Like, what's reckless to me is like, for example, um, when him and Max be going at it recently about who's the uh, MVP, Giannis or LeBron, and he's trying to make a case for LeBron where he says that Giannis is the most, is the MDP most dominant player, but LeBron's the MVP. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, that's like, it's a what? That doesn't yeah, make no sense. He's trying,
1: to, he's trying to change the narrative. You can't do that Frank. you You're not good enough. <laughs> nah. He, he, yeah, he's terrible, man. Like, he definitely is riding heavy for LeBron. And I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I have no idea what's going on with Kendrick Perkins being a commentator. Like, well, I mean, is, be-
0: I don't know if you know, he is signed to um Clutch Sports. so That, that might have a uh, to do with that yeah as soon
1: as that contract's over it's over
0: (laughs) yeah man yeah it's crazy have have you watched some of the games so far the scrimmages leading up to tomorrow games
1: um no man i I mean i've seen a i've seen like bits and parts of games here and there i just haven't been like fully engaged so like the first night i fell asleep oh really yeah man like i don't know Maybe it's different without seeing the fans there, or just the energy. Like other than dudes like LeBron, uh, it's it's kind of like scrimmage ball.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't watched. I haven't watched the full game. I've watched like bits and pieces. I, I would say that I was obviously like like most people. I think were like worried of the fact that how are they gonna pull this off with no fans? But I think that the NBA can actually pull it off. Just for the fact of, like, the way the game is played, especially today, in a fast-paced environment with the offense spread out and the three-point shot prolific, I think that they can pull it off and with the camera angles they're using. What do you think from what you saw?
1: Yeah, um, uh, I mean, I, they definitely could pull it off, but I want to ask you about something else that I heard. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't remember if it was football or basketball, but – uh, teams are gonna offer that you could pay to put like a hologram of you or something in the seat?
0: Uh, okay. So I I knew the NBA was gonna like do pump like like have like virtual fans to make crowd noise and I think like whoever's gonna be home, like whoever's gonna be considered home or away, or well, who's gonna be home is gonna be able to like control that. But I'm not sure how that's gonna look. I
1: just heard that it's gonna cost Mad bread to get a hologram of you to show in the seat. Like, yeah, I'm good.
0: <laughs> but y'all, I mean, the bubble itself is expensive. I think it's running them like a mill, like a mill a day, something crazy like that. Like, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was more. I'll, I'll I saw see, quick, it might be more. I'm just, I, I think it's at least a mill a day. Yeah.
1: but who cares? They have made billions off dudes for years. They gotta eat it now. <laughs>
0: Yo, it's crazy. I mean, honestly, like the first like the first I think the first day I was watching it when Giannis was taking free throws, like it was crazy, dead ass time. Like, what the hell? Like I can't get used to this. And then and you can just hear like the constant squeaking of the sneakers on the foot. i I'm like, oh, this is gonna be weird. But over time, watching the next few days, I'm like, this isn't so bad. What's gonna yeah, really be just- weird is the um is the the commentators. I don't think they're gonna be in the in the studio, they're gonna be remote. But like how are they gonna be engaged without Without the fan? oh, okay, if they have the virtual fans, I'm guessing that that will help them be engaged and have the excitement there to build up their excitement for the game. But, like, outside of that, it's going to be weird.
1: Nah, it's going to be different because the cool thing about the commentators is they have have the courtside seats, so they see things that the camera angles don't pick up all the time. So if they're just limited to camera angles, Mm -hmm. that's going to definitely change how they call the game. I didn't think about that either, but that's definitely gonna take away from how they call the game. Because um, if they if they just seeing what we see, that'd, that'd be kind of whack. Um, but then, yo, what was the play a player a long time ago? Um, he got drafted and he couldn't really play because he had anxiety.
0: Oh, I, f- I forget his name, man. I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember the name. Why? What happened? I think he could ball today. Why? Wait,
1: there's no crowd.
0: Mm. Wait. So, so are you in the? Are you in that in that group that thinks that this situation can possibly you'll see some of the best basketball from the standpoint that you're not going to feel the type of pressure you would feel in a regular environment with fans around.
1: Yeah, I feel, I feel like for someone like him who literally my issue was, I get mad anxious with, like, crowds of people and stuff like that. Like, yeah, if there's no crowd of people, it's like practice. He might he might drop 30.
0: I'm not, I'm not sure if it will really be the best basketball I, I, I can see. I mean, and people are saying the fact that there will be less distractions. You probably have a lot of people, like, obviously hitting you off for tickets for, for games and whatnot. But I'm not sure if those would be the best basketball because even though they are t- – Taking the, easing into this with like the scrimmages and then leading up to the season, it's a lot to ask the players to take four like months off and then come back and then go 100 percent. Um, I think it's gonna be different. When the
1: games get intense and you don't have the crowd noise, the crowd action, or the crowd hyping you up, the 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 the, the spike in the stand to make you drop fifty, like that's definitely gonna be missing. Hello. Damn, I lost you for a sec. Can
0: you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. I uh, bet yeah, I don't know my my thing he's cutting kind of in and out. Did you hear what I said about Eric Gordon getting hurt? No. Nah. No, nah, I'm saying he just got um just got diagnosed with a sprained ankle. It'll be off for like two weeks.
1: Yeah, I saw that. This um, I saw that actually just a little while ago on ESPN. I mean, and,
0: and then and then and then I, I was able to see where players were coming from. Like Jason Tatum, one of his biggest worry, concerns about coming coming back was like he wanted to get like insurance policy just in case like an injury happened because he's up for a contract extension in the summertime, the rookie extension. So he wants to secure that bag. So I ain't knocking him if he didn't want to come back and play and play like him. I wouldn't necessarily knock him just for that alone.
1: Yeah. Um, honestly, I think the NBA should just cut this scrimmage thing out and just get to it, man.
0: Well, I mean, they get to the ball. Yeah, yeah.
1: I know, but this is just cut the scrimmages out and just got to it. Like, again, imagine Eric Gordon getting hurt right before the games actually start. Like, this is why. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm in the bubble, really in quarantine because I can't even play. Like, what am I doing? All I right? All right, go fishing,
0: get a cut, play ping pong. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's that, crazy, man. Um, but yeah, we could take a quick break. I want to talk to you two about, uh, the games tomorrow. So we got, um, two games on schedule. All right, let's get back to this pod. Zion and the Pelicans Clippers versus Lakers. First game we got on schedule tomorrow, Jazz Pelicans. Pelicans 28 and 36, 10th in the West prior to the league shutting down. Zion killing it, uh, 23 points, uh, six rebounds of the game on 58% field goal um shooting from the field. Um, do you think that they can actually that a team like like the uh Pelicans can actually make some noise if they're able to get into the playoffs? Because we all know that part of the reason why they um expanding the teams to 22 teams is for a team like the Pelicans to be there for the draw of Zion. And I think that they could make it exciting if they, were, if they were to actually get into the playoffs. What do you think? Um,
1: I don't know, man. I definitely think, so So, who'd they be battling for, for the AC? Would it be Memphis or? Yeah.
0: Memphis. And so most likely think- if, they get, if they get the AC, they'll play the Lakers in the first round.
1: Yeah, I mean they're definitely not beating the Lakers, but um Yeah, I think honestly, I think LeBron will like stun him, like just 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 to just to make a point. Like not not even like shut him down, because I don't think LeBron beat God and Zion, but I think LeBron will play like extra hard to 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 let everybody know like the, the future's not here yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that matchup will be tough. Um I feel like I feel like with the young guys that the Pelicans got too,
0: they might just not be ready. Right well, here's my thing. Like, I mean, I obviously think that they they wouldn't beat the Lakers in a seven game series, but could they make it interesting in this type of environment where they have so many fresh legs and a new situation where the
1: damn you cut out again. You, Yo. hello. hello. Yeah, I hear uh, you now.
0: Um, did you hear what I said?
1: No, nah, I lost you like thirty seconds ago. Now,
0: nah, that's fine. So, basically. Saying like in a season that's co- that's condensed with this restart, I feel like the Pelicans can make it interesting—not beat the Lakers, but could they push in the six games in a season with all these active young legs that like they got and an athlete like like Zion, a freak of a freaking nature, nature, once in a generation type player? I can see I can see them taking going to sixth game with the Lakers.
1: What Drew Holiday ball up? JJ Reddick start hitting mad shots. Uh you got Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. See, Brandon Ingram, and mind you, I'm a Duke guy. He's just not consistent for me, man. Like, you never know what you're getting from Brandon Ingram.
0: I would agree with you if, if with the exception of this year. He was playing really good this year. He was an all-star. Man, he I, 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 he's a viable candidate for most improved. I don't think he's going to win it, but he's a viable candidate for that award.
1: He definitely is. And I don't even want to talk about Lonzo. Lonzo's well, biggest well, uh, of the biggest
0: he has been playing oh. well. He was playing well before the season ended.
1: Dude, Lonzo
0: he was shooting was around like 38-40% like from, from free before the season ended. You don't think Lonzo was a flop? Nah, no way. Not a flop. Now, is he, was, he, was he like the hype that his father made him out to be? He got no. Picked he, before, he got
1: picked before Jason Tatum, bro.
0: Okay. He did get picked before Jason Tatum. He shouldn't have got okay. If you if did a redraft of that 2017 draft, I, w- I would still think he would be a top five pick in that draft. I would put Tatum ahead of him. I'll put Mitchell ahead of him. I put De'Aaron Fox ahead of him. Yeah, but we're not even
1: talking about a redraft, though. Like, come on, bro. Like, well, number
0: two I, there's only three players though. I would, I would honestly take ahead of Lonzo, like automatically, no yeah, hesitation. I'm not sure if I would I take would, Kuzma ahead of him.
1: I have two picks in an the NBA draft. I'm not taking Lonzo Ball. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah buddy. You know, nah, but think about you, it though. Let, let, you, let's uh, think about it. I th- I think that he is he is essentially, um, the way the games the way the game is played today hurts him in the sense that he's not a he's a he's a past first point guard. Like if, if he came to league like 20 years ago, dudes will love him, right? Fair to say. Because no. he basically, because oh. he, he plays, like Jason Kidd. He plays just like Jason Kidd. Kidd's more, yeah. Kidd was more aggressive again to the hole. But essentially, he played like he was a better defender. But he played like Jason Kidd a lot. All
1: right, but Jason Kidd was Mister Triple Double and Mister uh, one of the greatest defensive players at that position. So now we're not talking about Jason Kidd and Lonzo Ball. So, so, like you.
0: You, so you're telling me that they don't, they don't compare to each other. Like they're not similar. In their games.
1: Nah. Jason, <laughs> Kidd Jason Kidd could score.
0: Lonzo's a better shooter than Jason Kidd was early, than, than J. Kidd was early in his career. Like, they where, where they're at right now, like, Lonzo's, what's his, this is third year? Yeah, third year. And Jason Kidd, Kidd yeah, he, sh- he shoots better than, than um, J. Kidd. I, I disagree,
1: because I feel like J. Kidd had to be encouraged to shoot more, not that he was shooting terribly. Lonzo mm-hmm. shoots terribly. <laughs> it's terrible, but- <laughs> Nah, like it's not, it's not, it's not even like he's uh Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons just refuses to shoot. That's a whole different story. Like we know you can't shoot, but you're not even willing to try. Lonzo's trying. He can't shoot the rock, bro.
0: Like I'm, he, I'm telling you, i I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look up those stats before the season went down. He was actually he was hooping. All right. He's actually. No. He? All right. I mean, but you're, but you're right though. I, I, I'm saying I don't think he should been the second overall pick based from his talent standpoint. Um, a, lot, a lot of people, too, because, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. They're like, yo, I, I know you're mad that, that, that Tatum didn't um, – I'd like to get a dead Tatum. I'm like, not really. Beca- only because the Lakers always wanted ADI and knew that. So, if they – he was, he was he would have been gone in, like, two years anyways because they would have traded for him, nah, they had him.
1: The way Tatum's balling and, and the work he would have put in with LeBron, there's no way he would have been part of any package. They would have literally said, take the whole team, but Tatum and LeBron. There's no way, yo. That would have been nasty. Imagine that right now. Jason Tatum playing with the And Anthony well, Davis.
0: Well, if, if that if that was ever to go down, Lakers were ever to pull that off. That GM should be fired. <laughs> the Pelicans. If, like if David Griffin was the GM that that time and he did not get Jason Tatum in a deal for Anthony Davis, his, his, rep, his rep would ruined forever.
1: Yeah. Just like, like drafting I- just like drafting Lonzo ball over Jason Tatum. And mind, you, <laughs> and mind you, we had the first pick and moved out of there and still got the best player. Like,
0: well, well, from from, from what I know, the South Celtics always wanted Jason Kidd. I mean, I said Jason Jason Tatum. Yeah, but but they knew. So basically, they just they went down got
1: and got an extra pick. They knew Philly was stupid, and they knew LA wanted Lonzo. So it was like, yo, if we could move to three, yeah, you could, and we'll get a pick. Take that and take Markel Fultz.
0: <laughs> now, 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 that's a team that should be really mad that they didn't get um, Jason Tatum. It's Philly. That would the team that should be mad. Could you imagine Jason Tatum with Ben Simmons and Embiid right now? You're looking at, like, like, like legit contenders in the East, though. Look at the East. Championship. And over 12 years. 12-year 12 span, I would say. Um, I don't know,
1: because... Well, well, okay. Well, Jason, with, uh, Tatum, well, Jason Tatum has a year... came in a year ahead of him, right? He came in... T- a year ahead of who? MB, um, yeah, ben Simmons? No, Ben Simmons came the year before. Oh, so ben, ben, was, Sim- ben was in the league. Ben was in the league first. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, Philly messed up. <laughs> yo, like, that's, that's like a 10, 12-year window of, like, dominance in the East and winning chips. Well, Jason, the only thing Tatum that-
1: Jason Tatum would have loved it. He's like, yo, 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 Ben, don't shoot. Don't shoot. Just swing it. <laughs>
0: yo the only thing that would have hinder them is, is MB's like health His health history would probably hinder them but outside of that i'm looking at a, like a 10 to 12 year window of dominance in the east so yeah they should be upset that they didn't that didn't get Tatum. yeah they that, must... that that then he fleeced them like like he fleeces a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'd be fleecing everybody I don't um, do yeah do you think all uh, right? So what's your thought about Danny Angels the GM overall? What you do you think about him? Good, great, good? Uh no, nah, I mean, I feel like he's gotten
1: so lucky with some of the moves that it's hard to criticize him, but I don't I don't I don't
0: like him. Wait, wait so were you a, were you a fan of the Kyrie of the Kyrie move at the time or no? Uh I'm not a fan of how
1: like at the time. I don't know, because Isaiah was definitely balling, but I understood Kyrie was a way different player. But he, we knew he was a little cooked. And he came over here, he was acting cooked, and he just got to act cooked the whole time. And the reason I really the thing I really hold against Danny Ainge is he's the one that broke up uh the big three. He's the one that broke up the big three because he's the one that made Ray Allen not want to be. He was dangling Ray Allen as trade bait for two years. Mm-hmm. Who wants him? Who wants him? And, and Ray Allen said, it, it, um, not Ray, Allen, Pat Riley said his selling point to Ray Allen. He goes, You come here and you won't ever have to go and uh, worry about going to another team till you retire. Like that would never be something that's on the table if you come to Miami.
0: If, if, I, if I remember correctly, weren't they trying to delegate Ray to the bench, like prior to him leaving Boston? Yeah, about, about bugging? He did take a thought as well, right? yeah Okay. Yeah, he, he 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 might have a gripe right there.
1: And and Ray went down to Miami and won a chip.
0: And he, and he played behind D-Wade, which, which is not an inside at all, considering he's like a top three shooting guard, top three, top five shooting guard ever played a game. So I I can see him being okay, come off the bench for D-Wade, and not for Avery yeah. Bradley.
1: Yeah, but he, he came off the bench behind D-Wade, but crunch time, Ray was on the court. LeBron was the point guard, and, and Ray and D-Wade was on
0: the wings. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he hit one of the biggest shots in finals history.
1: Um, Danny, the yeah. reason that the big three broke up.
0: Well, but at the same time, you can you can play devil's advocate in the sense that that team was probably only only supposed to be around for like two to three years, I would say. That wasn't a long-term project when they came together in, 0, in the 07-08 season.
1: No, it wasn't, but we could have got four out of it.
0: Four? We could four. So, got- you win, you win. 08. wait, so, so win. 08. Next year, KG goes. KG goes down knee injury. Um, they lose in the what? The second round or the first round? I can't remember. But they lose. They lose. Next year, they lose to Lakers in seven. A hard, bat, hard, hard battle in seven games. That could have gone. That could have gone either way. Um, after that, I mean, I, I think that uh, KG wasn't the same anymore. So, how do you think that would have won three, three or four chips? Where KG wasn't the same anymore. I mean you can clearly tell that that knee injury took a toll on him. I think he I think he started being started like showing his decline since that knee injury in 09.
1: No, I'm not saying three or four chips. I'm saying we had three or four more years. Oh. Okay. But oh. Then, okay. But then everybody went on tour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, yeah, I th- I think I think it's a good GM. I'm, I'm not I don't know if I'll say great, but he's good. He's good. I, he's better than what the what I thought he was at first. I, I'll, I'll admit that.
1: He had a great year because he got the big three together. And who do you draft? Rajon Rondo, like wow, perfect fit. <laughs> Defensive player, don't like to shoot. Everybody you just got together loves to shoot, so it was perfect.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I, I think that that Kyrie trade was well worth the risk, just for the simple fact that. I, I feel like that was like the the IT year that that year when he went crazy, um, the year before, um, and he went finished. I think he finished fifth in league MVP voting that year. I mean, I feel like that was just like one of those like, I want I want to go. As a, as a fluke to disrespect him, but you you couldn't you couldn't like count on that being duplicated again. And plus, he had the hip injury that they knew, uh and they and they had a chance to get him get Kyrie Irving for him and take a gamble on Kyrie to convince him to stay. I, I think it was worth the risk.
1: But it set Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum back a year.
0: Okay, fair enough. It did, oh yeah, like, like that.
1: That was like that. That was like the cost of doing business with Kyrie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You you had these young superstars who literally took the league by storm the year before with Kyrie hurt. Now Kyrie's back and ball ball dominant man. Like it's I don't know. <laughs> I was I was happy to see him
0: go. Yeah, yeah. like so many other people in Boston, were happy to see him go. I mean, I, I, like, 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 even when I said when the Kemba trade happened, I said I don't think Kemba's a better player than Kyrie, for sure. But is he a better, fit, a better fit for the team. Celtics? I said I think so, but we'll see. But I think he is, and I think he, I think he has been so far.
1: Oh, absolutely. I wasn't a big Kemba fan because. He was one of the things I used to clown Jordan about. I'm like, Jordan wasting first round picks all the time. <laughs> but, but in my in my defense, he played in a market that was never on TV. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Kimber, like, I just see highlights here and there, but I've never actually seen, like, Kimber Walker games until he started playing for the Celtics. Like, I've probably seen, like, five or six, like, full games of him playing because his games ain't on TV. I mean, but, but you knew he was a dog ever since UConn, though. Yeah, but even in UConn, though, like, I didn't – I'd have to go back and look, but I wouldn't have drafted him that early. Hmm. You know, college don't always translate to the league. That is but, true. But Kimber definitely – Kimber did his thing. He's one of those that I definitely got to, like, I'll, t- I'll take that one back. Like, he's definitely been ball. I just didn't know.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean like – I, I, fan, fantasy is, like, the only time you really get a glimpse of, Matt. like, all those plays in the small markets, mm-hmm. if you don't play fantasy basketball, you don't know what they're doing.
0: Yeah. That is true. I mean, yeah, he, he, he's definitely putting on work, though. A little, a little thing to be cautious of is the fact that he, I, it seems like he has, like, a a knee issue that's been lingering, and there there have been rumbling saying that that's, the re- that's one of the reasons why the um, Hornets were reluctant to give him a, a max contract, a five-year deal, is because of that that knee issue that he has okay um, it,
1: and I'm gonna call bullshit on that <laughs> we're gonna talk about your man. tell me <laughs> tell me since Jordan's on that team how many max contract players he's had
0: okay no okay no, that's what I'm saying like I said that there was rumblings I didn't know if it was true or not but tell me tell me I don't know any
1: <laughs> I don't know any because they don't exist <laughs> He won't pay nobody. He's cheap. As long, <laughs> as long as the team is profitable, he's cool. I I want enough championships for everybody.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's funny. All right, so um, so nightcap, we have Clippers Lakers battle of L.A. Um, I don't think there'll be too much stock to put in this game. Um, again, so we got no Lou Will. Is quarantining after being down at Magic City. Um, AD got hurt in this last scrimmage game, and he was he's questionable for um, tomorrow's game. But, um, I seen, seen a tweet that said that, um, he said that he's gonna most likely play tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you think uh, last time we talked earlier w- on one of these pods, you said that you think the Clippers would win the championship? Do you still feel that same way that they were the best team in the Western Conference and essentially the whole league?
1: Um. And again, it, it's tough to stand on something you said before this happened because everybody's been off. So I really want to see how everybody comes back and what kind of shape they're in. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd say if if they're in decent shape, yeah, because, again, Pat Bev, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard are three of the best defensive players in the league. You got three first-team all-defensive players all on the same team. I don't know. I've never seen that before. Yeah. So It's, it's, yeah, it's scary. When you get to the playoffs, where playoffs is mostly half court basketball, when the game slows down, those passing lanes is real small. Like the driving lanes is real tight. Like so if you're not on from the perimeter, I don't really see you beating the Clippers like that. Mm. I don't know. So and and not even and, and that's just defensively, Lou, Lou Will can go off at any at any time. Kawhi mm-hmm. could go off, and Paul George might give you fifty, like just because he hasn't done it in a minute. Like it's they're dangerous, man. So I, I get the Lakers, and you know me, I, I'm gonna never count LeBron out ever. Mm-hmm. And so my question to you is: with this new matchup or this okay. new system, could the Lakers play the Clippers in the chip? No, it's, it's, it's East West. They're still going East West. Yeah. That's Basura. They should have switched it up for this thing. They should have just well, did a straight 16.
0: Hmm. Yeah, they I mean, they should have, but, but but the fact that I think that the reason why they didn't do it or why they couldn't do it has to be for the fact that because this, is just, this just happened on the fly, like with the whole COVID-19 um, pandemic and then the shutting down the lid and restarting it back again. It's not something that the the players signed off for, like in the in the beginning of the season. But let's say if, if there's like if they knew from the from the jump that that could be the possibility of this reseeding one through sixteen, I think they could have done that. But I don't think they could have done that on the fly, considering when the season was just about done, with, like fifteen games left in the season. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think it's hard to do that, in that from that aspect, that they couldn't yeah. do that.
1: I hear you. I bet it's gonna be in the new CBA.
0: <laughs> but no, bro, I, I figure that, that, that would have been dope to see. Um, to me, yeah, like I, I told you too. I, honestly, I'm a Lakers fan, but I really think I'm just talking from, from a pure basketball standpoint. I think the Clippers are the best team in the NBA Um, that they should, that they will that they would win, come off the West. Like you're talking about, like you got two guys off the bench that can give you 18 to 25 points on any given night, and um, Harold and Lou Will, like two legit six men of the year candidates. Lou World's probably gonna win the, win it this year. Like the Lakers, Lakers don't have that firepower off the bench. I don't I don't think Kuzma's comfortable yet in this role, adapting to this new role, coming off the bench and being like the third, like the third, the third guy behind LeBron and A D.
1: And you never know how much Henny JR had.
0: <laughs> yo, I'm not happy about that signing at all. Like people are like, yo, they got Jr. Smith. I'm like, dog, like he hasn't played since 20. 20- Whatever. What finals what, what, what has that been? in lost. Was it 2018? 2018. He hasn't been in the league since 2018. There's a reason why he hasn't been in the league for this long. Like, it's not. It's not. He's not. You can't rely on somebody who's up and down like him. Like, and drives me crazy.
1: And he does the typical JR. He shows up in a summer league game. He drops 20 points. He goes six for seven from the three point line. You're like, yo, JR still got it. And then he never gives you that again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like like I, I, I don't think I I don't think that, that was a, a great I'm not hyped about that sign. Him and Deion Wade is like I mean yeah they're, they're real they could they can be spark plugs, but we don't know what like you said, we don't you don't know what we're gonna get every night from both of them. Um Avery Bradley was a big loss, I feel like. Like not having him commit to the to the bubble life was a big loss.
1: Yo, defensively, absolutely, that was a major loss.
0: E- exactly. Like
1: he's like a dog have, on defense.
0: Exactly. Like, he, he's, like, like I, I, I'm not saying that he's better, a better basketball player than J.L. Smith or Deion Williams, but I know what I'm going to get out of him on, 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 on an average night. <laughs> you need stability yeah. in the league. And I, and I feel like they don't have that. Um, and also, too, like I, I, I always said before, I'm not – I haven't seen A.D. play in a meaningful basketball game. So I don't know how he's going to react. Now, he should take advantage of the lack of size, um, height, that they got, rather, um, the Clippers. But Harold, Harold Small – Zubox, he's not like a good defender, so AD should kill, right? But I don't know how he's gonna react in his first um, and playing in his first like meaningful basketball game. But seven to eight years in the league, he hasn't had it. Like it's it's the same way I kind of felt like when um, LeBron went back to Cleveland to play with Love and Kyrie. Um, I was like, yo, these two dudes haven't played in a meaningful game. I- I'm not gonna like, count on them just to get it done when it really matters the most. Which is why I was a little skeptical of them winning the chip that first year.
1: I mean, I mean. Man, they was down three one and came back. Okay,
0: exactly. And, and that's and after that, I have mad respect for Kyrie. Like, yo, he proved me wrong. He proved me yo, wrong.
1: The best, <laughs> the best myth. The best myth is, oh my god, the best myth ever. If Draymond Green played Game Five, <laughs> <laughs> he was there for six and
0: seven. Well, here's my thing with that. Like, I don't...
1: He was there for six and seven.
0: There's no there's, there's there's no way to say if there's no way to say if Draymond Green Mr. played in game five, the the um Warriors would have won the Mr. chip in, 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 in a and um in a gentleman sweep. You can't really say Mr. that, but at the same time, you you couldn't you couldn't the fact that the momentum Mr. changed like crazy once that once that happened, right? Like but you can't guarantee like you said, he did play in game six and seven.
1: Mr. Triple Single. How was that even? How is that even a conversation, yo? Like, yo, Draymond Green is the most overrated player in that whole stretch during the NBA. When they were talking about people like that whole Warriors run, yeah. he was guaranteed the most overrated player in the NBA. Man, like, I don't know, it, it kills me because if he didn't talk as much, I'd respect it. But it's like when you had a big mouth and you're not a superstar. It's like, I just got to keep looking at you. Like, I'm waiting for you to do something. Like, as much as you've been talking, like, like, like when you got mad at KD, KD's like, hell yeah, dog. Like, you're looking at me, dribbling the ball off your toes. Like, why didn't you just pass the shit? Yeah. That's not a great question. I'm heated right now. I could have won the game. You was going to take the <laughs> shot. They probably laughed at him. Like, you was going to take the shot? All right. Draymond Green looked all types of crazy, bro. Unforced turnover, dribbles the ball off his feet, out of bounds, and he falls. Why don't you just pass the ball to Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, oh, Clay, <laughs> Clay Thompson? Thompson. <laughs> you have bad options, bro. He, 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 was, he was throwing himself because there was an LA that game. They not play the clippers when that happened. And <laughs> yeah, you know Clay. You know Clay. Clay's already somewhere around the three point line, just waiting for the ball quietly. Just. No, I got this, fellas. Kicked it out of bounds. Like, get out of here. And then he has a nerve to call KD a bitch. And Katie's like, you know what?
0: I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he, he might, he might, like, I think Jermon, he's not a bum, but yeah, I would agree with you. During that whole run, he was definitely the most overrated player in the league. Like, I, I, I was saying that from, from day one, like, he he's in a perfect situation for his type of game because no 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 opposing team would walk into a game and say, all right, we have the game plan to stop Draymond from scoring. They they would say, we got to worry about stopping Steph, Clay, and then eventually KD too. Like, it's crazy. Like, when you see it, like, in the finals, in that Cavs-Warriors finals run, how much, like, how many times they left them literally wide open at the three-point line. They're like, yo, listen, we'll live with you beating us. We ain't going to live with KD, Steph, uh, um, or Clay, but we'll live with you taking those shots. <laughs> Not real talk. Like it, it was crazy to me.
1: What I seen. I love it. Anytime Draymond's around the three-point line, he gets the ball, I just yell at the TV, shoot it. <laughs> Literally, anytime Draymond gets the ball, dog, shoot it.
0: Did, did you see that that special last week on um the NBA on TNC? That that arena special on like social justice with the with the um they had the uh the panel of a carry champion, D. Oh, Wade. And then you had Draymond and, and Chuck there, and they, like, basically, like, squashed that. I don't know. I don't think if they squashed that whole beat, but they were just talking about the whole situation. I I'm saw
1: Draymond like, had a crazy outfit on. <laughs> uh, he had a crazy outfit on. Um, but I saw it. it I, I feel like it, I didn't see the whole thing, though. I saw parts of it. Um, and I definitely felt like there was some tension, there when they were speaking about stuff to each other.
0: Yeah, it, it didn't feel genuine it does feel like that that felt like still unresolved like they were just doing it just to just for the sake for for TV purposes in the time of like showing unity between and, black people and
1: here goes and here goes the bs about the rings draymond's only claim to anything is <coughs> i got 3 rings
0: but all that's rings ain't created, all rings ain't created equal
1: no no doubt and that's his only claim and barkley's like bro you couldn't stand next to me on a basketball podium which is right. Draymond Green could not, and I hate Charles Barkley. He hates black people. I hate Charles Barkley.
0: You, you hate Draymond Charles Barkley
1: like the analyst person, but you, but you love this game though. I love this game. Yeah, Charles Walkley, as a player, he's one of my favorite players. Powerful. He, he, he was a dog. Dog, but, but, yo, and he was like six four. Yeah, like beasting on dudes. Like nah, Charles Barkley was tough. Like Draymond Green could never beat Chuck. Like. Even though I can't stand him, he's ignorant as hell. But basketball-wise, nah, Draymond Green can't stand next to Charles Baldwin. Like that's, that's, why, that's why I'm bothered by the whole thing. Like, dude, how does Draymond Green even have, like, beef with a legend? Why are you, even, <laughs> why are you in this conversation? Yo, he's one of the 50 greatest of all time.
0: Easily. I'm not no, sure why I, I put him it, at in my top 50 of all time, he's in the top 50. He was, nah, I believe, like, he was.
1: Yeah, like dog, like, but but that's literally one of the accolades, like for Draymond to talk about. I got three rings. Yeah, Steph, Katie, <laughs> and Clay. Shut up. <laughs> top, 40, top fifty all time, not based on my team success, based off the work I put in the league, dog. Like, get out of here.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah This this ring culture is getting kind of crazy. I mean, even even most recently last week, not to compare Draymond to like Kawhi, but when Colin Cowherd said that if the Clippers win a chip this year. He Got Kawhi in his top five. I'm like, what, what the hell are you talking about? Like, Boy, he he's, oh he's a top five player. If he, yeah, if he was a chip this year, just because he won three chips chip with, with three different teams, I'm like, no, like, let the team yeah. play to context these chips. First of all, when they when they won the chip, when they won the chip in the, in the Spurs, right? The first go around, he wasn't the best player in the team. It was Tony Parker. Now, I'm not even sure he was the best player in that series on the Spurs. I, I think you could have made a good case that Tim Duncan could have got it because he averaged like 15 and 10 in that series, he was consistent that series. Ka- and Kawhi was trash those first two games. They started, like, killing it the last three games, right? How's it normally put? Not better than Kawhi. It was, it was out of Kawhi Tim Duncan that should have got that final MVP. If, if someone in the Spurs was supposed to get the award, right? And then you got last year, when they won the chip against the Warriors. They beat, they beat the Warriors, but, like, come on. I've never seen an en- a, an injury play team in a, in a series like that. Like, Steph got hurt ha- hamstring in Game 3. He gets hurt in the closeout game, like, but, like, two minutes left in the third quarter, tears his Achilles. I meant tears his ACL. Steph, I mean, KD blows out his Achilles in game five. Um, I think Kavon, Kavon Looney missed, like, two games. Like, yo, like, these are, like, rotational players in a series. Like, how many, how much stock are you going to put into that chip? Like, nah, if, that was LeBron, nah. if, that was, if that was LeBron, can you imagine, like, what people would say about him winning the chip? I'm, I'm not even, like, a LeBron fan, per se, but I'm, like, keeping it real.
1: Everybody, everybody faked an injury just to show that, Seth Curry ain't that great, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say it is your fault initially because I don't know why you listen to Colin Coward anyway.
0: No, no, no. no I, I just I saw it on 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 Facebook. I'm like, what that? I saw that like it came my, my, my the sports group. That I'm in. I'm like, what the hell? He said that. Then I had to go yeah. on YouTube and watch it. And he really even really said that. And everybody who he had on the show was like, yo, what are you talking about? Like you had to like provide a context with this. Like, yeah, he has, yeah, he yeah, he has two rings, but like. Like he wasn't the best player on the first one, and that, and the second one. Come on, they were decimated with injuries. The Warriors. Like you can't even crack top ten if you don't have a league MVP. And on the rate he's going, he's not going to win a league MVP because he practices load management. Misses like he's never played like more than seventy-five games in a season. I think, not once. I believe. so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he's
1: averaging around
0: sixty. Like it's crazy. Like you can't put him ahead of. He'll never be ahead of Kobe. That's
1: one of the reasons initially too. I chose the Clippers. I'm like, dog, Kawhi's going to be like 98. <laughs> percent
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a good that's a good reason to point to point out the fact that this additional rest could be beneficial to the Clippers who are who like I believe they only had their they played their start the whole starting five played together like eleven times this year, so that's crazy. But, but
1: this rest is also beneficial for LeBron because the knock on him. He wasn't resting enough, and he was going too hard this season. So that, this was a great rest for him too, because yeah, this season.
0: I mean, I, I think like one of the reasons, one of the like things that that were like why I think that the Clippers would would come off the West is because they got so many brights to throw at LeBron. They got Kawhi, they got PG, they got the Morris. Um, but the fact that they don't, but at the same time, they don't really have any rim protection. So that that could possibly balance it out uh, for the Lakers. To the fact that the Clippers lack protection at the rim. And LeBron, if, if LeBron's able to get by a defender, he'll have, like, no resistance there at the hoop.
1: I don't know. Montrez might put an elbow on his chest.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but I think LeBron's still good enough to play through contact and finish. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like Montrez, though. I'm, I'm, I am I'm I think I saw him say that he's the modern-day Dennis Rodman. He's wildin'. But I, but I like him. I like what he brings to the <laughs> table. <laughs> but he, he ain't Dennis Rodman. There's no way.
1: If he's Dennis Rodman, then Draymond Charles (laughs) Walker.
0: Yeah, you really hate Draymond. It's like every time you get a chance to bring him up, you got to bring him up.
1: Yo, he's trash.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that's hilarious. Well, I mean, we can wrap it up from here. We can wrap it up here. Um, you got, you got, you got. Are you gonna watch the game tomorrow? You think? I mean, I, I have to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's real now. Tomorrow is real, so you got, you got no other choice.
1: Uh, you know, it's funny. I forgot I was in a fantasy basketball league. I think it automatically restarts again, so I got to go, like, check my team and make sure my, my lineup is good.
0: Does FanDuel or uh, what, a Yahoo? Um, uh, No, ESPN. Okay. I haven't done fantasy in, 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 in years. I should, I should probably get back into that. Maybe I could try FanDuel. I, I haven't tried it yet.
1: Yeah, this is actually my first um first time in a while doing fantasy basketball. I was I took a fantasy break for a while. I got back to football, so I was like, you know what? Why not? Mm. All, all right, all
0: right, my God. Well, well, um, good talking to you, my G. I'll hit you up um throughout the week. We can talk about the games. Alrighty. All righty. man, take care. See you too, yes, sir. All right, special thanks to the homie V. Appreciate you, my guy. Thank you to Anchor, and of course, thank you guys for listening. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, as the Mr. Vincent Podcast is available on several platforms that include Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcast. You can keep up with me as well on social media, Instagram, and Twitter at Mr. Vincent13. And you can also like my Facebook fan page as well, Emmanuel Vincent. Um, That's all the time I have for now. Um, I'm looking to put another pod out on Monday, as long as this recording goes well over the weekend. Be on the lookout for that on Monday. In the meantime, you guys have fun. Enjoy the games. Basketball's back. A sense of normalcy is back. Um, Y'all stay blessed. Take care.